news on the province today. We're going to talk about the relationship between this government and the Premier and the Auditor General. We have two stories here today. Joining us is Mike Schreiner, who is the leader of the Green Party here in Ontario. Hey, Mike, how are you? Happy Monday, I think. Happy Monday, Arlene. Always a pleasure to join you. Now, we've had a focus on this PC government and their handling of the Auditor General and their ad oversight power. They made some provinces. Is this a moment that is ripe with irony as they break a promise, a public promise, Mike? Yeah, it is wrong for the premier to break his promise to provide Auditor General oversight over government advertising. It was wrong when the Liberals made this change. It was right when the premier campaigned on restoring the Auditor General's power. And it is wrong today uh, for the premier to break that promise. I mean, the bottom line is, is your tax dollars should not be going to pay for government advertising that is partisan in nature. And the Auditor General's oversight is really important in ensuring that that doesn't happen. All right. So they made this promise and they were pretty hard on it in the 2018 election. And what did they exactly promise to do just to restore the power of the Auditor General in looking at those ads? Well, prior to the Liberals um, taking away the Auditor General's power to review government advertising, when the government would put forward an ad, the Auditor General would review it and decide whether it was partisan in nature. And if it was partisan in nature, then it wouldn't be allowed to, um, you know, go out there being paid for by tax dollars. And this is so important because Government advertising is really to provide citizens, residents with nonpartisan information about government programs and policies. Uh, and so for the Ford government to backtrack on that promise is wrong. We need to ensure that tax dollars are spent in an appropriate way, not in a way that is politically motivated, partisan in nature. And I think this is especially problematic given the fact that we have a provincial election just a few months away. And who knows what type of inappropriate uses of tax dollars when it comes to partisan advertising the government might engage in. And that's exactly why the Auditor General should have this power. The Auditor General did say, though, it's not happening as much now as it was with the Liberal government. Is that some consolation? Not really, because who knows what's going to happen in the next couple months or the next three months or so. So, uh, you know, this is this is one of those pro promises that the Ford government should have kept. And I can't tell you how many times we hear the government say one thing and do another thing. And in this one, it's particularly wrong because it, it threatens the integrity of um, government advertising, which sometimes, particularly I'm thinking in a pandemic where we need to get nonpartisan information out there uh, to have, um, you know, un to undermine the public's confidence and trust in government messaging because it could be partisan in nature without the Auditor General's approval. I think it's just is wrong and it undermines trust in government. And for voters, they say, okay, we've seen this movie before. When it benefits the government once they get to power, they don't do it. We'd all be forgiven if we didn't become skeptical and a little cynical here, Mike. 
Well, this is exactly what breeds cynicism in politics is, you know, we we have the Ford government saying it is wrong for the liberals uh, to use taxpayer dollars to put forward advertising that's partisan in nature. And and that one, I, you know, is one of those rare times I, I agree with Doug Ford, but for the premier then not to um, fulfill that promise, to actually break that promise. That's what breeds cynicism. That's what undermines trust in government. And, you know, it is so easy for opposition parties to say, you know, hey, we're going to do this right. We're going to make sure that this isn't, you know, we're not going to fund anything that could be partisan. And then once they get into office to use taxpayer dollars in this way. And that is just something I'm absolutely opposed to. And I can guarantee you that a green government would never do something like that. All right. We also have in today's Auditor General report a a, a claim that Doug Ford is not a great environmental keeper here. What did he score? Was it in an F? <laughs> he didn't get a very good mark today. Yeah. Yeah. The Auditor General's report was another scathing report in just how the environmentally destructive practices of the Ford government is threatening the places we love, threatening farmland, wetlands. Uh, you, know, you know, the fact that the government has a made-to-fail climate plan that the Auditor General in a previous report said, you know, there's no way it's going to meet Ontario's obligations to reduce climate pollution. Uh, for the for the Premier to even set a lower bar and not even, not even like meet the obligations of his own weakened plan, I think really puts our, our future at threat, Arlene. And if you look at you know, just the tragic and devastating impacts of first the heat dome and fires this summer in British Columbia, uh, and now the flooding that's going on. And, you know, my heart really goes out to everyone in BC, but I'm also thinking of the six First Nations that were evacuated due, due to forest fires in Northwestern Ontario this summer, the poor air quality in communities across Ontario that was affecting people's health. And you know what, the bottom line is, is we have to take decisive action to crush climate pollution, and we have to take action to protect our environment so we can be protected from flooding and other extreme weather events. You know, as you look at the list of uh, the reason for the F on this report card, one of them is turning a blind eye to companies that cause hazardous waste spills and industry waste and billing taxpayers for the cost. Now, I'm wondering, Mike, as we look at the changing climate, we're looking at B.C., but we're also seeing firsthand how it affects the economy and all of us. Is there a new personal interest in this? Because perhaps this government is like others. They, in my, in my personal observation, governments do things they think they can get away with, and they do a little research before they do it. Yeah, you know, Arlene, it's just completely outrageous uh, that this government is allowing hazardous chemical spills to happen, uh, in many cases, not even uh, reported. And then the fact that they're sticking uh, the citizens of Ontario, they're sticking us with the bill to pay for this through our taxes, rather than forcing polluters to pay. I mean, you know what? I mean, first of all, we should be doing everything possible to have legislation in place uh, to prevent these types of chemical spills. I mean, it that's why I oppose the Ford government completely getting rid of the Toxic Substances Reduction Act uh, early in its mandate. 
Um, but then to like stick us as taxpayers with the bill instead of forcing uh, polluters to pay is just outrageous. And, and you know, it's these types of actions that, you know, you know, I understand why Ontarians get so angry at the current Ford government for not putting in basic environmental protections that protect their water, protect the air they believe they breathe in the communities that we live in. All right, Mike Schreiner, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Take hey, care. anytime. Always a pleasure to be on. All right, Mike Schreiner is the leader of the Green Party here in Ontario. We- Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.